You're listening to the Habitology Podcast with Melanie White, and today's episode is about how to find a good small business coach to suit your needs. This came up because when you're running your own business, you're pretty much on your own. I'm sure you know what that's like if you've started a business or if you've been running a business for some time. And it can be super helpful to have someone who's been there and who has experience to help you to develop your strategy, work out your priorities, learn new skills, and overcome the obstacles that get in the way of you taking action. But if you're shopping for a business coach, how do you find the right person? How do you choose the right person more specifically? So today I want to talk through eight things that I think will help you to find a really good small business coach to suit you and your needs. It's really about getting the right person for you. And I guess by the end of this episode, you're going to be able to have a checklist of things that you can use to evaluate potential business coaches that you might want to work with and say, well, are they really my person? If you're not sure what you're looking for in the first place, this this episode is designed to guide you through that, I suppose you could say. I think the first and most important point is that you need to check the chemistry, rapport and coaching presence of the coach that you'd like to work with. And like any close working relationship, chemistry is really important. And when you're paying someone to be your business coach, you need to make sure that they are there for you, not for them. So you want to first evaluate their being skills. Are they calm? Do they help you to feel calm and settled? Do they show up with empathy and warmth? Uh, Can they be playful? Are they connected and truly there and listening to you and what's going on for you? Do they have that presence in the conversation? Do they match your energy? Do they speak the same language? These are some of the things that you need to feel when you first meet somebody to see if they're the right person for you. So in other words, doing some sort of a strategy session or a good fit call or whatever it is gives you the chance to get the sense of those being skills how that person is being alongside you. Probably what I would steer away from is somebody who is more energetic than you to the point that it's a bit overbearing or energy draining. That can be really challenging if you're working with someone like that. They must be a good listener and they must be able to respect and acknowledge your ideas and needs and understand your point of view. And I say this from my own experience at having talked to potential so-called business coaches who were much higher energy than me and were quite overbearing and pushy. And I decided not to work with them because I could see that they weren't really invested in me and what I needed. They were more invested in telling me what they thought I should do. So it really needs to have that two-way connection, if you know what I mean. I think the other part of that is it's not just somebody who fits well and has that chemistry, but they also need to be kind of firm but fair. And what I mean is that they're honest with you and they give you direct feedback. It's really important because you don't want to be heading down the wrong path in your business, for example, but have your coach not saying anything. Or perhaps knowing that you have a knowledge gap or a lack of experience and trying to draw an answer out of you when actually it should be that they need to be telling you straight up that something is unlikely to work and to give you some knowledge. Business coaching 
is great in terms of being able to draw out your own, uh, own ideas, but you don't want to be wasting time going down the wrong path if somebody knows something is not likely to work. So having that direct conversation is important. I think another thing too with the chemistry side of things is that a good coach is going to honour your needs, your strengths, your skills and your wishes rather than trying to make you do things their way. I suppose a good analogy of this is parenting. You often see these parents who have kids and they want their kids to do the things that those parents were never able to do themselves. And so they're kind of grooming and conditioning a child to do things in a certain way or to be a certain thing. And I guess this comes back to the whole idea of coaching presence. It's really about letting your client choose the agenda and helping them to be their best in their way. And similarly, in business coaching, I think it's important that somebody honours what you want to do, your needs, strengths, skills and wishes, but encouraging you to do business in your way. After all, it's your unique method, your unique persona, your personality that makes your business different from everyone else's. So I went fairly in depth on the chemistry there, but I think that's a pretty important part of a good business coaching relationship. I think the second point is when you're looking for a business coach, you need to be really clear on and aligned with the services that they're offering. And what I mean is this, it's not about the packaging or the programs or whatever that they do, but to be clear that business coaches or people who call themselves business coaches often share different sorts of ideas and information and they work in different ways. For example, some people are mentors where they've had their own experience and they're going to give advice and suggestions and share their own story. You've got people who come from a coaching background and so they're going to try and draw the answer out of you. And you've got people who are into teaching and they're giving you more of a teaching flavour. And teaching works really well in group business coaching situations, but really in a one-on-one -on -one service, you need to figure out what you want. Mentoring kind of shares what works. Coaching asks you what you would do and helps to bring out your best and teaching instructs on principles, processes and techniques. So maybe a way to figure out what you need is to ask yourself these questions. Firstly, do I want to learn from and build on someone else's example and do it my way, but learn from their experience? Do I want to have my own ideas brought out of me and fleshed out? Do I want to learn specific principles, processes, skills and techniques? So there's three categories of things there and you will find that most people need a blend of all of them. But you might have skew towards a specific area. For example, some people hire a business coach because they just want to learn how to run an Instagram profile and build a big following on Instagram. So that's clearly around principles, skills and techniques and perhaps someone else's experience. But people who want to look at their whole business might not be looking for that kind of a person. So get really clear on what your goal is for the business coaching and then evaluate what sorts of services they're offering. And you can ask them questions about how they work with people to find that out. I think also 
it's not just the blend of those things, but I would say there's bonus points for someone who's agile enough and experienced enough to also coach you around confidence, self-care, resilient and mindset as needed. I mean, after all, businesses are not independent of your feelings and your emotional balance. They're intrinsically linked because your business is your baby. You're dealing with, as a coach potentially, you're dealing with vicarious trauma, health issues, mental health, compassion fatigue. And so if you're running a health and wellness coaching business, part of what you need is also to maintain that emotional balance. So it's ideal if your business coach has the skills and experience to help you around those softer skills of business, but also your own health and well-being, so that you can maintain your own emotional balance and show up for your clients. So a business coach could have any or all of those skills. And some people do what's called or in, informally known as moaching, which is they call themselves a coach, but they actually mentor. So you can ask the person that you're speaking to how they work and hopefully those areas give you a bit of a framework. So that's mentoring, coaching, teaching, and of course, mindset or health and wellness aspects as well for emotional balance. The third thing to look for is their qualifications and experience. And I will say that qualifications can be helpful, but I think what really matters is that a person has done it themselves. Even better if they've done it in multiple settings because different industries have different ways of operating businesses. For example, a health and wellness coaching business operates very differently to a traditional business. Many of the principles are the same. But until you've worked in a health and wellness coaching business, you don't really see that it is quite unique. And you might find a business coach who's worked in other areas and thinks they know what you're going through, but they may not have the same relative and, and relevant experience. I've even seen people who have very high level business qualifications like MBAs, Masters of Business Administration, not really understanding some very basic principles. And I've seen that in different areas of science too. So I think qualifications can be an indicator that somebody's done training. I think the most relevant qualifications are related to coaching, but experience in working with clients themselves and running businesses is, I think, the best thing to look for. Number four, Look for proof of success and acknowledgement of failures. After all, thinking of failures first, failures give important lessons. So if somebody hasn't failed, then they may not have as much depth of experience or they may not be able to empathise and connect or you may not be able to connect with them because you might perceive that they haven't failed. And in fact, so many of my clients have said they felt heartened hearing about my failures because it's helped them to feel more hopeful about their own chance of success, but also to recognise that even people who are successful now have stumbled in the beginning and so it kind of normalises their experience. So that acknowledgement of failures is important. Similarly, though, proof of success is important, and that might be that somebody has run their own business successfully or helped others to do the same. So the person you're speaking to should be able to show examples of either of those. 
And I will say something about business coaching and coaching in general is that success is actually dependent on the on the person doing the work themselves. So if you're working with a client and they don't succeed but they haven't done all of the work or they haven't put in all of the effort or they haven't been the kind of person who's been able to attract people, it's not necessarily a reflection of the person who is coaching them, if you understand what I mean. In any field, there's going to be probably a small proportion of a total population of people who are successful. And so when you're talking to somebody about their successful clients as a business coach, what you can realistically expect is that only a small percentage will be superstars and many will be in the middle somewhere. And a few will have failed or not completed things. And that's a really honest evaluation of the client base of a business coach for the most part. There might be a few exceptions to that, but I would say the same for any coaching area, even health and wellness, you might find a few people who are really significantly successful in their client cohort. And a good coach will be honest about that and not promising you that you will be a superstar because of them. I think that's a really important point because it is actually up to you to make the business work. Point number five is that a good business coach can connect you with other people who can help them or help you find clients and they can refer people to you or refer you to others. So a good business coach has an established network of professional and personal contacts who can somehow help you grow your business. And I think it's really important to ask them about their connections and network to see what sorts of connections that they have and how that's relevant to you. Number six is important, I think, too, in that a coach needs to have alignment with proven business principles, but to be flexible with that and not cookie-cutter things. So, yes, there are rinse and repeat ways that are successful, but they don't work for everybody. There are principles that are proven to work and some that don't. So being really clear about that is important. And you can ask the business coach, what sorts of principles do you follow in business that are proven and reliable? And how do you work with people? Do you make them follow a specific method or do you have flexibility? And a great example of this is I've been involved in groups with people who run how to run Facebook groups or how to do this or that and a specific training to build a business. But that's all they do. And so if I don't want to build a business in a Facebook group, I don't have any other options for working with that person. And they might say that they do work with people in other ways, but they tend to have these biases towards certain methods. And so that hasn't suited me before. And I've had that my own experience there. So I think having someone that uses general principles, but can draw on examples that might be relevant for you and point you in the direction of those things means that you can build business your way using proven principles, but not following somebody else's rinse and repeat method. After all, we know in coaching that when people come up with their own ideas, they're more likely to stick to them, right? So it's this combination of flexibility within a proven framework. 
Number seven, I think it's important that a business coach helps you to create accountability around your goals. And this means that you have clear, smart goals at the end of each session, as in actions that you're going to take and outcomes from the session, but also that you have a method of being accountable to yourself. Now, that might sound a little odd because you might think that part of the role of a business coach is to help to keep you accountable, and it is. But if you want to grow as a person, if you want to become successful in business, you need to learn to become accountable to yourself. So a coach that can help you to develop that skill of self-accountability is really important, as well as helping you be accountable to setting and achieving your weekly goals. So in other words, it's not a forever relationship. It's a relationship where you grow and you might even outgrow that business coach after a period of time. So that accountability around your goals and helping you to become accountable is a really important thing too. They're all important. Let's face it. I'm saying they're all important and they are. Another great thing to look for is a business coach that has strengths that you lack. The reason that you're going to a business coach is because you have questions, you have stumbling blocks, you have things that you're finding challenging. So ideally, you're going to work with someone who has really great skills in that area. So for example, when people work with me, they say that I help them to get clarity, to feel hopeful and excited, to develop the systems and processes they need to make their work, their business run efficiently and effectively. And they're all strengths that I have. I'm a listener and a summarizer. I ask questions that probe and help people clarify what they want and need and why and how they're going to get it. And I'm very process-driven myself. I like a few simple steps to achieve X. So the people that come to me tend to like structure and want more structure and, and want to figure out how to integrate their business into their life so that they can have work-life balance. So those are my strengths and that's what I tend to help other people with. And so whatever you're looking for, it needs to be ideally with someone who has a strength in that area to counteract the challenge that you're having rather than somebody who just can do a few different things and a bit of everything but doesn't really specialise in a certain area. You're going to get a lot more value out of your business coach if they have those certain strengths that you lack. So we've talked about a few different things today, eight different things, in fact, and let's summarise this episode. There's a lot to think about when you're hiring somebody for any sort of professional service. And when it comes to building a business, there are several principles that you can use to help you to find a business coach who's right for you. And the principles I shared today are firstly that there's good chemistry rapport and relationship and coaching presence that is between the two of you secondly that you're very clear on what they're offering and that it aligns with what you need and want so that's considering mentoring versus coaching versus teaching and versus the whole emotional balance and mindset side of things thirdly they have appropriate qualifications or more importantly experience fourth they have proof of success and acknowledgement of failures and success could be defined in many different ways. As I've mentioned, anyone that promises that every one of their clients is successful, uh, I'd be checking into that. Or that they can make you a success because it is actually up to you. Number five, connections and referrals is important. They're, they're network that can help you to leverage and grow your business. Six, aligned with 
proven business principles, but being flexible within that and not trying to push you down a cookie-cutted way of doing things. Seven, helping you to create accountability around your goals and become self-accountable. And eight, they have the strengths that you lack. I hope that's been helpful for getting you thinking about how to evaluate whether somebody is going to be the right fit for you as a business coach. And if you are looking for a business coach and you're interested in exploring a potential coaching relationship with me, please reach out and book a good fit call to see if we can work together. I have two intakes a year of one-to-one clients. I'm taking on a few individuals. I probably will be about four people I'll be looking to work with from late January. Some of my clients from this year are carrying forward. So I have four spaces for next year for February to June. If you're interested, book a good fit call. Or if you would like to be referred to somebody else, hit up my contact page on my website and I can give you a few different names of people that might be worth exploring and you can evaluate them using this checklist. Thanks for being here today. It was great to see you. Have a fantastic week and I'll see you then. Bye for now.